Hello and welcome again to our second episode. This is One Nation. Uh, you are with me, John Gora, um, on the desk. And this uh, time round, I want to explain to you, or I want you to take through why One Nation. You should be asking yourself why we decided to uh, come up with a podcast and entitled One Nation. Um, and perhaps you ask, uh, you know why it is One Nation because it's something that has been going around uh, through the social media. Uh, it's been going around through events and uh, 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 through um, some kind of um, uh, advertisements or adverts going around because of this. I want to take you slowly and I want to use my own life. I will use my own life to bring to you the meaning so that you understand why the reason we are coming up with its podcast and we are defining it as one nation. We are defining it as a unifying factor that's going to bring people together, that's going to bring globes. Is it Asia, be it Australia, uh, be it Africa, be it America, uh, be it Europe. We are going to bring this world to unite and become one nation. I want to begin with my life. And I want to explain to you so that you know the kind of a person you are dealing with or the kind of a person who's uh, uh, bringing these stories and bringing this uh, kind of um, empowerment to the youths, women and men. And the reason why he decided to do that. I did this because if you look at my life, just like I said in uh, previous episodes and, and the previous interviews that I've been through, like um, uh, 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 Ask Queen podcast, um, we, I came from a very humble background. And that background has been the pressure, it has been the push, it has been the strength that makes me um, uh, work wonders and makes me work hard and smart to make sure that where we came from, we are not going there. Where we came from, we are not going back there. And those who, go, who are going to come after us, the next generation after our generation, are not going to suffer the kind of life we suffered before. I would call it suffering because... Uh, as long as a human being does not get the basic needs, it means you are suffering. Luxuries are not uh, things that can be used to define suffering that a person might have. But once you cannot afford the basic needs, it means you are suffering. And therefore, these are the kind of, that is a kind of life that we pass through when we are growing up. I was born in a village. I grew up in a village. Uh, some people call it up country, but you know when you talk about up country, at times it shows or it brings uh, a picture of something better. But if you call it a village, it looks a forest, and that's where we uh, were brought up. That's where we I was born, and that's where I was brought up, in a village where there wasn't anything called a tarmac road. All roads were marram or were rough and rocky. Um, uh, there wasn't anything like tapped water, all water we used to uh, take from rivers. Uh, uh, we used to have what we call a bucket and a cup. You, you could go to the river and, and, and fill your bucket using a cup. This is the kind of water we used to drink and that's where <laughs> I was born and that's where I came from. 
um we used not to have things like shoes we never had clothes we had maybe if you could afford to have a shirt or a pant in other words it was a pant without a t-shirt or if you could have a shirt you would not have a pant so this is the kind of life that we came through and that's the kind of um, a, a, a background that we i came through while i was <laughs> developing from childhood or from a toddler to um, a teenager uh, another thing um I grew up in the village. I grew with other kids. I grew with my parents. I grew with my brothers and sisters, and we grew in a mixed um, a kind of uh, status because within the village there were those who were very rich, there were those who were in the middle class, and there were those who were totally poor. And I would like to uh, 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 state it clearly here that we were not very poor because we could afford some basic needs. I am a person who lived in a grass-touched house for the first 15 years that I was born. The first 15 years I stayed in a grass-touched house without staying in a house maybe with the blocks or maybe uh, iron sheets. It was a grass-touched house with wall surrounded uh, 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 and, and molded with mats and the floor also molded with a cowder. So this is the kind of life that we stayed and this is the kind of life that I used or, or, or I came from. So um you get to know and I want you to follow these uh, steps one after the other so that you understand what I'm talking about, you understand why one nation and you understand why the world must be united. I'm bringing it with a perspective of my own life so that you get to know what exactly it means to come from a humble background i don't want to mention it as a poor background because it wasn't poor it is humble poverty is not defined by wealth it's not defined by money poverty is defined by the heart so we came from a humble background and that's the background the kind of a background that we have we, uh, uh, i developed or i uh, uh, i i came through like i mentioned to you um uh during the transition between a toddler or i would say between um a 3 years old uh, uh, to to 10 years old we used to have one single clock you either have a pant or you have a shirt and the shirt you know it wasn't our sizes <laughs> if you you can picture it it would be an oversized so that it will cover the whole of your body until um, uh, uh, it passes uh, uh, your knees to cover yourself so that at least you know the most important part that was supposed to be covered was um uh, uh, uh the, the the vip part of your body so the t-shirts or the shirts would uh, uh pass your, your your knees to try and cover everything so that you don't appear uh, uh or you don't feel shame when you're walking so if you had a pant or you had a shirt you didn't have a t-shirt so you would walk bare um uh, 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 uh what do we call it top part of your body so that is the kind of uh, uh, a life that we used to 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 live and we used to look take care of the animals uh, cattle sheep and, and 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 goats so we would go to the field with that kind of um, dressing code and you would not even feel anything 
right? You would pass through uh, thickets and, and, and grass and, and trees, like it's forest structure, you know, but you don't feel anything. So this is the kind of life that we lived. Um, we never had good meals. At times you could have only breakfast and dinner or you would have lunch and dinner. And we would not even call it dinner because I knew dinner when I traveled abroad. We used to call it supper. <laughs> and somebody was uh, uh, interestingly telling me about about this and, 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 and saying one day I was with my friend and uh, and then he asked me that what are you having for dinner? And then I, was, I laughed at him and I said, so you nowadays you know about dinner? And he laughed uh, back at me and told me that things do change. And you know, uh, the reason why we call it dinner here, it's because it's special. And when we are home, we call it supper because it's just a, a, any food. Sometimes it would be just a porridge uh, made out of um, uh, maize flour or maybe uh, uh, sorghum or, or, or cassava flour. And, and, and potatoes and that would make the dinner sometimes uh, it would just be a single meal for the whole day so this is the kind of life that I lived and I tasted I felt it and I know how it feels I know how it tastes um, uh, living in a grass touched house I would tell you what kind of experience it is Sometimes, and more so during rainy seasons, at times it's so hard because if it rains when you are not around, if it rains when you are not within inside the house, or maybe it got you at the field looking or taking care of the cattle and there's nobody at home, might be you people will not sleep because a grass-tucked house it reaches a time where you would use everything to collect water because it's dripping into the house. You'd take a trough, you'd take um, a basin, you'd take even even a, a, a pot and put them to tap water because everywhere is leaking. So sometimes or at times when it would rain, if you guys are not in the house, you'd have to sleep maybe standing or you would sleep in maybe neighbor's house and this this is something that we tested we felt it it's not just that we are talking about it as if it's something that i i saw i tested it and i felt it uh, and and therefore like i mentioned to you i saw or i lived i stayed and slept under an iron sheet roofed house after 15 years so you have to mark that after 15 years and I mean this by this I mean the first iron sheet house that was built by my parents okay I don't I'm not talking about a rented house because by then my mom uh, was outside and doing business was not staying at home so we when we go to visit we could sleep in the iron sheet house and the block house and then a cemented flow so this is a different uh, uh, experience I am talking about a home and where I was staying uh, through that we learned so many things dad used to tell us stories about how life is he used to advise us how to come out of such kind of a situation because he used to use his stories and tell us how he found himself in such kind of a, a, a situation even though he used to work. So 
that's why if you talk about one nation if you talk about the unity of people i don't necessarily mean that i want to take united states of america and bring it together and put it together with kenya calling a one nation or uniting the world is a way of finding brothers and sisters working together cooperating without discrimination cooperating united with love cooperating without discrimination of gender cooperating without discrimination of skin color all right that's what i'm talking about this is one nation sometimes it's not about one country and another country mixing it's it would it can be about just one house and it's a house where the families are coming together to teach each other to put minds together to work out things and find a way and how uh the, their future might look like this is what our parents never checked my dad worked but never had an account this is a person who was employed but never opened an account so they used to live uh, uh uh from hand to mouth they would get salary and buy things and pay uh, 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 uh utilities and all the rest and remain with nothing so what i'm trying to say i'm trying to come up with this one nation thing to try and explain to everybody to understand what it means to understand where we came from to understand what developments and what uh 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 which kind of steps we have passed through to where we are i can tell you for free and i don't always um uh, like fear telling people this i fear nobody on this in, in in this world i fear nobody apart from god who gives me life that's the person i fear because i've seen everything that a person would see in terms of suffering or in terms of being in a humble background and i've seen everything in terms of being rich or being wealthy not necessarily that i personally have been well i've had wealth or have touched riches and uh, and, and so on uh, so to say but i'm saying that i can compare these two kinds of life and i've seen rich people ignoring the poor ignoring the humble and i've seen poor people uh ignoring the rich and ignoring those who feel they are living comfortable these two people not coming together this other person ignoring because of fear the poor ignoring the rich because of fear because they don't know how to handle they don't know how to approach them and the rich people ignoring the poor because they don't want to take responsibilities they don't want to uh, uh, feel loaded so these two people are staying in the same environment same location same uh, locality but they cannot come together because of what there is a barrier in between them and the barrier is wealth the barrier is riches and poverty so this is why if we come together as one nation and realize that there is no barrier between riches and poverty we realize that there is no barrier between white and black we realize that there is no barrier between Ameri- an american and a kenyan we realize that there is no barrier between a bahraini and a qatari or a bahraini and a saudi or a bahraini and a kenyan or maybe an australia and 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 a ghanian 
These are people, they are human beings made and created in the image of one and only God. So we need to understand that this is the route to go. It is the route to go. We need to go the route of one nation. I stayed that kind of life, but we still made it. I went to school. I started school walking and this kind of um, uh, dressing, but we never ceased to, um, uh, we never stopped from knocking each and every door to open these doors, from seeking and also asking and finding answers. And those answers are what made us what we are today. Because when I started school, uh, when I started uh, uh, learning in kindergarten, I became so much, you know, at that time, I could feel the weight, I could feel the pressure, I could feel the, 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 the need to do something different from my parents. I could feel it, even though I was in kindergarten. And through it, through that kind of life, a life where you feel, okay, I need to be in school to get some porridge. I need to be in school to have lunch. And I would be 100% sure of getting dinner. That's what kept pushing us to do what we needed, we had to do to stay in school and work hard to get good grades to come from kindergarten to primary school. So um, it is important to note also that when we started schooling, we used to walk a distance of two kilometers from home to school and back. So two way from home to school, we used to cover four kilometers a walk. And these at a very tender age of five years old. When we were at five years, uh, years of age, we used to walk four kilometers to get education. So this are some kind of steps that if you take and you listen, you would know where we've come from. You would know what kind of pressure and, 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 and suffering, if I may say, we went through to make us what we are today. And therefore, we are so much appealing to those people who are able to assist because there are still some people who are living the life that I'm talking about now. There are still those people who cannot get meals. There are those people who cannot even get clothes. There are some kids today as we speak, back in the villages, who are 14 years of age or 12 years of age and have never seen a shoes, have never even worn a pair of slippers. They've never worn. They are working barefoot. They are these kids who are staying in the village there who have never used a panty. They've never had a pant or a shot as you might refer to it uh, in British English, they've never had. They always have a dress and maybe it can be a t-shirt or a shirt that uh, uh, their, their, their parents or maybe their uh, elder brothers left. So they dress on this and they cover themselves and they walk. These are children who even accessing clean water is a problem. So. If we come together as one nation and we unite with one mind and we try to realize that there are some people living this kind of life somewhere, all right? There are some people who are suffering like in Syria, people who cannot sleep. I'm made to uh, uh, understand that there are people in Syria who never sleep. 
They don't know whether it's night. They don't know whether it's daytime. Their 24 hours time is separated by the sun. It is only sun that welcomes, wakes them up and, 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 and closes their eyes. They, they sleep standing. Is anyone thinking about this? This is why if we come together as one nation and we realize that there is something that we can do as a people, as a person, as an individual, to change the world, to bring the world into a circular as it is drawn. You know, the drawings and the geographical uh, 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 images of the world is a small globe. But when you come to reality of life, when you come to the physical uh, 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 scenery of, 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 of the world, it's not spherical. It is separated. It's something that has got a lot of uh, bandages covered around it because it's got damages. It's got broken uh, 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 bones. It's got potholes and whatsoever. So these are the things that we want to heal. These are the holes that we want to level. These are the things that we need to deal with to try and make sure that the world gets back to where it was the first time it was made to uh, 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 be. Talking about schooling, I went to school, like I told you, four kilometers walking. Sometimes going to school, not even sometimes, but almost every day, you wake up in the morning, you shower very cold water in the morning, the temperatures are very cold, but you have to shower, you have to bathe, in fact it's not shower, you have to bathe yourself with cold water. And my friends, you'll go to school without even a single drop of food in your stomach. You cannot drink water that time because the, uh, it's very cold in the morning. So you have to wash yourself, take your books, the books are also put in a polythene paper because we don't have bags. Uniform at times you don't have. You just have that home cloth, the dress that you always have, and you move and you start your journey towards school. In my next episode, we will talk about the school itself so that you know what it means to unite the world. This is One Nation Radio. Don't move away. We have much to offer. We're going to empower you. We're going to inspire you. We will motivate you to have a change in your mind and see one nation in picture. The world unites. Thank you for listening.